Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 141 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Have you ever attended a meeting a presentation, or listened to a speaker who was a self-proclaimed expert on a particular subject matter. Worse yet, if you as a listener in the audience have knowledge of that particular subject matter and the speaker is completely off topic, off track, or just plain wrong, what does that do to your opinion of that speaker? Have you completely turned off and stopped listening to his or her message? Or maybe now you are listening even more intently, realizing he or she has absolutely no idea what they're talking about. In essence, the speaker has now lost all credibility in your eyes and nothing he or she can say will redeem it in their reputation as that self-proclaimed expert. I've been around firearms and the safe handling of them my entire adult life. Not only is my career teaching people how to be safe with firearms while enjoying recreational shooting sports and hunting activities, but the rest of my world also revolves around firearm safety. Being married to a now-retired Texas game warden and raising four boys, we have always participated in outdoor activities through hunting and the shooting sports. So we have always been around firearms and, more importantly, the safe handling and storage of them. We are also very involved in Boy Scouts and have raised all of our boys in that program as well. Uh, currently, we have three Eagle Scouts and one soon-to-be Eagle Scout, so scouting has been a big part of our life. I am certified to open, run, oversee, and close Boy Scout camp shooting ranges. I am an NRA training counselor, which means I am able to certify rifle, pistol, and shotgun instructors 
as well as range safety officers and teach the personal protection inside and outside of the home. I'm also an NRA shotgun coach. So as you can see, my world revolves around firearms and teaching others safety, responsibility, and coaching them how to improve their marksmanship and shooting performances while on the range. My passion is putting more firearms in people's hands safely and responsibly. All of that said, I have never identified as an expert. That word, to me, indicates the end or the top level of an achievement. I feel that there is always room for more education, more knowledge, more learning, and more being open to be trained by others. Every time I am around firearms, whether it be with my own family or with the public at the shooting range, or even during one of my basic firearm classes, I always, always take something away from that experience. I am open-minded and encourage others to share their thoughts, questions, comments, and suggestions with me so there is always room for improvement. Improvement in the way I teach, improvement in delivering a better message or explanation of something, and improvement in my own shooting skills and hunting abilities. So my ears always perk up when I hear someone claim to be an expert, especially in the world of firearms, What does that word expert mean to you? Recently, I was fortunate to stumble upon a great opportunity. I found an event that introduced women to shooting. There was going to be a meet and greet of like-minded women who were both current shooters as well as women who have never touched a firearm and were brand new to shooting. This sounded like the perfect event for my interest. I signed up and showed up to this great event. On the day of the event, there were several booths that were set up by women who owned businesses that catered to other women in the outdoors and the shooting and firearms world. Not only was this marketed as, but also appeared to be, a very professional event. After registration and check-in, all the ladies assembled into a large auditorium for the welcoming remarks by the sponsors and the organizers. It is not too often that I get to sign up for an event as a participant, so I was really looking forward to this opportunity. So far, everything was very exciting and welcoming to the women who were very unfamiliar with, inexperienced, and slightly overwhelmed, and maybe even a little frightened by the thought of firearms. After an hour or so of wonderful comments and excitement surrounding the learning about firearms and actually having an opportunity to go to the gun range and try different firearms out, everyone was all smiles to this point. After a short break, we gathered back in the auditorium for the next round of presentations. This is when things got interesting. The first thing we noticed when we returned to the auditorium after our break was that a firearm was placed at each of our seats. My first reaction was a little bit nervous. With my decades of training under my belt in firearm safety and handling, I always make absolute certain that all firearms in my use are under my direct control and supervision before anyone has the opportunity to look, touch, or handle them during a class. Firearms are never passed out around a classroom without my direct supervision and under my direct control. 
This is mainly for several reasons. The number one and cardinal rule of gun safety is always keep your muzzle pointed in a safe direction. What I just observed violated this number one rule that I teach and preach and live by. Just by observation, looking across the auditorium full of the variety of guns, they ranged from pistols to revolvers, rifles to shotguns, and all things tactical and in between. Some of the guns were obviously dummy guns, and others I could not tell if they were functioning firearms or not. Regardless of the type of firearm, they should all be treated as if they were real and with the same respect you would show a loaded firearm. With the auditorium now full of firearms, muzzles and barrels were sweeping and swinging and flying everywhere. It's like putting a young child in a room with a bucket full of candy and chocolate and telling them not to touch or eat any of it. Curiosity oftentimes overtakes the best of us, and especially women who are naturally curious of how things work and why they work. Most all of these first-time gun handling women had been handling and touching and squeezing the triggers on all of these firearms that were scattered around the auditorium. After the event organizers gave the ladies some time to handle and feel the firearms at their tables, the first speaker up was a woman who teaches firearm safety classes and beginner classes. I remember thinking to myself that I can probably pick up some tips and techniques from her because I do the same types of classes teaching other new first-time firearm owners and teaching other women. After about 15 seconds, I realized our teaching styles were 180 degrees, night and day, polar opposite apart. Come to find out, this self-proclaimed expert on guns had never taken an NRA gun safety course. All of her material was something that she created and developed, and now she has her own training academy and teaches other women about guns and using her own developed curriculum. I was a little uneasy because she never followed any of the firearm safety handling rules. Number one, always point your muzzle in a safe direction. As she continued on with her presentation, she had a handful of other firearms in front with her to display. As she picked up each new firearm, she constantly waved the muzzle around the auditorium, sweeping all of the students over and over again. The action of the firearm that she was using was also closed. Students could not visually see or inspect the gun she was using for training purposes to determine if it was safe and clear and free from any ammunition. One habit the NRA heavily enforces is to visually inspect your own firearm, opening the action and making sure it's safe and clear. Then showing your safe, open and clear action firearm to another person to also verify that your gun is safe and clear. These simple steps of safety and firearm verification did not happen. This presenter was encouraging all of the ladies in the auditorium to pick up, handle, inspect, and get familiar with holding whatever firearm was sitting on the table in front of them at their seat. At no point During her presentation, did she address the number one rule of keeping your muzzle pointed in a safe direction? Not only that, 
these women were brand new to the world of firearms, which in and of itself is a second language. There are words, terms, and vocabulary that is used exclusively when describing and handling firearms and ammunition. Someone brand new to firearms does not have that knowledge base of vocabulary and therefore have no idea what you're talking about when you refer to the stock, sight, trigger guard, mag release, or any other feature or accessory of a firearm. Most new shooters don't even know what the word muzzle means. So even if we talked about keeping your muzzle pointed in a safe direction, a new person may not know what that means. The presenter briefly described pistols and revolvers, shotguns and rifles. All of the training long guns that she had were tactical guns. These guns had a shorter barrel and a pistol grip on the stock. She did not have any traditional rifles or shotguns to show as a comparison for those beginners who may not be interested in the tactical defenses, but maybe they wanted to get into hunting or clay shooting. Her entire focus was tactical and self-defense. I was looking around the room and a lot of the ladies were now a bit uneasy because they did not realize this was going to turn into a class on how close do I have to be to an intruder before I shoot them. The presenter almost came across convincing us that there is a masked boogeyman standing behind every bush, down every dark hallway, and in parking garages just waiting to ambush these ladies. It made sense to me now why this presenter continually referred to these firearms as weapons. A weapon is something used to harm or kill. When I teach basic and introductory firearm classes, that word never comes out of my mouth. The NRA does not even have this W word, weapon, anywhere in their printed materials for rifle, pistol, and shotgun basic classes. It is only when you take the next level of training, such as personal protection or concealed carry, does your firearm then become a weapon. Anything can be a weapon. There are three groups of people who use weapons. One are military, two are law enforcement, and three are criminals. We as responsible firearm owners and recreational shooters and hunters do not use weapons. We use firearms, sporting arms, rifles, pistols, and shotguns. The word weapon has been used way too many times in the media, across different platforms, and it has a very bad negative connotation. To encompass all firearms as weapons is extremely incorrect. This particular presentation was supposed to be a basic and introductory lesson to firearms. So the next segment of this presentation was all about ammunition. One of the first sentences out of her mouth was hollow points and full metal jackets and comparing the two and why you should carry one over the other. I won't go into detail, but her presentation got pretty graphic when she started talking about center mass and ammunition that's designed to mushroom and do ultimate damage and passing through walls, and on and on and on. I absolutely could not believe what I just heard. Again, 
I glanced around the auditorium and I watched the reaction of many of these ladies and they all seemed even more uneasy at this point. This was not a self-defense seminar that was advertised. This was supposed to be an introduction to firearms and a fun shoot at the range. After this comparison of hollow points and full metal jacket ammo, the presenter reached into her bag and guess what she pulled out? Full metal jacket and hollow point live, let me say that again, live rounds of ammunition. She was showing the different tips of the ammunition and then emptied the rounds into her hand and walked up and down each of the rows, passing around live ammunition for the ladies to handle and look at up close. Another major gun safety rule violation, no live ammunition is ever allowed in any firearm training classroom. Any of the basic classes that we teach, any of the safety presentations that we give, there is never to be any live ammunition for safety reasons allowed in the classroom. Not only did we have many firearms scattered all around the auditorium, now we have boxes of live ammunition being passed around and distributed to all of the participants. This was a recipe for potential disaster. Thankfully, none of the ladies tried to load one of these rounds into the firearm that was sitting on the table in front of them. My mind was spiraling out of control for the lack of safety and the lack of rules being followed, especially since my entire foundation of training has been all about safety and following the NRA's gold standard of firearm safety and training. This entire lesson, which was introducing firearms and ammunition to brand new ladies, only lasted about 30 minutes. When her presentation ended, she passed out her business cards and encouraged everyone to come take her self-defense and tactical training classes. After another break, we returned back to the auditorium to hear from the gun range's safety officer, who will be overseeing the shooting activity that we get to go to next. I thought to myself, surely this gun range has certified NRA trained range safety officers, right? Nope. The range appointed one of their female employees to work with this event since it was an event geared to females. Then, of course, the best person to run the ranges should be another female, right? Totally incorrect. Feeling obviously empowered by her role, This female employee stepped to the front of the classroom and took on a dominant and commanding presence, saying that she is an expert in firearms, she is the expert on the range, and she runs the range. Everything goes through her because she is the range safety officer, and nobody should question her authority. So right after that lovely introduction, This lady went on to tell a story about her best friend growing up had a tragic accident with a loaded firearm. That person sadly did not survive their injuries. This lady was telling us that because of her traumatic memory, she will never ever touch a revolver again because that happened to be the firearm that was involved in this injury. 
She went on to say how dangerous revolvers are and gave us several examples of her own personal opinions why she felt that way. It was obvious she had a strong aversion to them, but this was definitely not the time nor place to share this story. Plus, the story had absolutely no relevance or purpose during this particular event. All she did was turn an entire auditorium of brand new lady shooters against one type of firearm. Completely irrelevant, and a lot of misinformation was shared about that particular firearm. Now, none of these ladies wanted anything to do with handling a revolver, thanks to this self-proclaimed expert who was going to be running the ranges. One of the firearms offered, soon to be shot, was a revolver. Take a wild guess how many ladies wanted to shoot that revolver. Zero. Thanks to the graphic story of the self-proclaimed expert. Now, what was going through my mind was how many of these ladies are now going to go home and share this story with their friends. And then in turn, how many of those friends are going to turn around and share the story that they just heard with even more people. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Next, we had a pretty nice catered lunch. It was time to do some rotations on the gun range as soon as we finished. This hosting shooting range made arrangements to close their doors to the public during a time frame to accommodate this particular event. The female employee who was overseeing the range, plus the first expert speaker that we had in the auditorium, were both helping instruct each new shooter on the range. One observation I made were that these brand new shooters came from very diverse backgrounds they had a huge array of experiences. Some were negative, some were positive, but they all had a reason they wanted to attend this event. They all wanted to overcome either their fear or their curiosity of firearms. One other thing that happened was several of the ladies chose to leave after lunch. They did not go on to shoot on the range. I couldn't help but assume the reasons why they left. To me, it was pretty obvious. I also couldn't help but wonder how many of these ladies will never be around firearms again thanks to what they saw or heard in the classroom or soon to be on the range. For those ladies who did remain for the rest of the day, rotations of groups started filing into the range. In each of the shooting lanes, there were different types of firearms. One firearm was in each bay. 
There were pistols and revolvers and tactical shotguns and rifles. There was a glass observation window where the spectators and the soon-to-be shooters could watch what was happening. And while looking through that window, one thing was very clear. These brand new shooters were not given any guidance. They were not shown how to properly and safely pick up the firearm, how to load it, shoot it, or unload each of the firearms. The instructors were simply walking back and forth behind each of these five ladies in case they had questions, and the range officer was checking her phone frequently when she should have been overseeing the safety on the shooting line. These new shooters somewhat safely stumbled through the different shooting rotations, and the day ended where they seemed to have a good time. Shooting is a fun activity, so anytime you get to shoot, it's fun. So lots of questions were being asked by the participants that I believe could have been addressed at the beginning of the day if they were simply given a one to two hour basic firearm safety mini class or even a session on safety. The vocabulary could have been taught, firearms could have been under direct control of the presenter in front of the class in a safe show and tell fashion, dummy ammunition could have been used, and focus could have been all about firearm safety. The way this particular event was advertised was an introduction to firearms and basic firearm safety. In reality, the class turned out to be a much more advanced tactical self-defense type class. Somebody brand new to firearms may have a very difficult time bridging from zero background, zero knowledge, zero experience, and launching straight up into a self-defense tactical workshop. If someone chooses to take a self-defense tactical or defensive type workshop, this more advanced content would have been much more appropriate at that kind of a workshop. My advice is to do your research. If you are going to invest your time and money into an event, a workshop, or a training, do your homework. Find out who the presenters will be and learn a little bit about them and their credentials so you can be assured that you're getting solid information. If a workshop or seminar speaker is that great, he or she should have some type of accreditation either through their company, a website, social media, or testimonials from other students. This experience was very eye-opening for me. I was able to learn a great deal from these, quote, experts. If a brand new shooter does not learn the basics first, which includes the terminology, safety, and the fundamentals of shooting, how are they going to be a good marksman and a proficient shooter? Once you've established the basics and have laid your fundamental foundation, your natural progression is to grow and improve on your training. Whether it be down the competition road, whether it be down hunting pathways, recreational shooting, or getting into the tactical and self-defense mindset, it is critical that you know the basics first. You have to walk before you crawl before you ultimately run. 
by jumping straight into a more advanced type of a training and not knowing those basics first, you are probably going to be frustrated and overwhelmed by trying to be successful. If you don't know how to simply hold your firearm properly so you don't get bruised by the shotgun or rifle, or hold it so your hands don't keep coming apart when you shoot a pistol, knowing how to do it correctly from the beginning will give you much more confidence as you are successfully building upon your skill set. If you were not trained in the proper way from the start, you are building on bad habits and improper form, which will ultimately be a disadvantage in whichever shooting activities you choose to pursue. Don't just take advantage of the first gun type training that you see advertised. Take those extra moments to do your research and find out exactly what you're getting yourself into. It may be the best class you've ever taken and you've got the best experiences that you can build upon for future training. Or it could be one of the worst experiences that you've ever encountered. Beware of the expert as they're self-proclaiming the training that they're about to offer. By learning the right way from the beginning, you will ensure a positive experience and better confidence in your own abilities. Do your research and always beware of the expert. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.